0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.
1: The Talk Sport Fan
2: Network
3: is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is,
2: you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow, only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
4: Hi, close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets, or skincare, or jewelry, Shopify is with you every step of the way. Hello. Now, open your eyes. Feel ready to start and grow your business with Shopify. You'll get the tools you need to nurture your growing business and feel the same satisfaction. <sighs> As listening to this ad, this is possibility powered by Shopify. Simply start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com free 22 Shopify.com free 22.
3: Thanks for listening to the Reds report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs, and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com, or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate, create, communicate.
0: This is for the fans. The vibe. Ah! Ah!
3: Some below-par performances. Daniel Stendhal asked for a reaction of his young red side in the Championship. Didn't really get it against Luton. Didn't really get it against Birmingham. But against uh, a much-improved Wigan side, uh, the, the Reds managed a nil-nil draw. Plenty to talk about that match. International call-ups and, of course, the, uh, the summer break. And, sorry, the international break. And that leads us to the news that uh, yesterday on social media we saw that ex-Reds captain and all-around legend um, Angus MacDonald has been diagnosed with the uh, early stages of bowel cancer once a red always a red lads that's how we look at it isn't it
2: correct yes
3: yeah so um former captain he was once a tiger, now a tiger but just to let you know angus we are all behind you to Angus McDonald's all together now, with the farm. Right, um, unfortunate, a bit of a mistake in the interim. It's not Friday yet, apparently. They've just told me, lads. I'm thinking, oh, it's weekend. It's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, it's about eight minutes past five on a Thursday, but you are listening to The Vibe, and this is The Red Report with Chris Ridyard and Kyle Walker. Afternoon. Afternoon.
5: Good
2: afternoon,
3: Kyle. Right, what can we talk about today, lads? Obviously, there's a, there's a Wigan review that, that we need to do. Yes. Uh, can't really look forward to anything because it's international football. So I thought, take the opportunity, seeing as you're a college student and you're now working at school, to do a bit of a, a mid-term report on, on what we've seen, what we're worried about, areas that we might need to uh, improve. But first of all, let's go back to um, the DW Stadium then. You both went. with we it. Kyle, start us off. Uh, Line up when you saw that. I'll be honest, I sort of refreshed my Twitter, thinking and has <laughs> a mistake here because there's no more to McGee and but they weren't. What was your uh, first opinion, your first thought?
5: I think I saw you before I went in and I just said, oh, if we get a point today I'd be over at moon. I, I don't know. I, I, weren't, I weren't looking to I don't know what, what I'd call it, but I was not looking forward to it, to be fair. When I saw it line up, I thought, well, what's going to happen here?
3: It's what you do as a Reds fan, isn't it? Because on the back of some Poor performances, if, if, if we say so. We've had some, well, poor. Luton was definitely poor. But if you look at the away performances, Chef Wednesday, Birmingham, very similar matches, lots and lots and lots of possession, but no end product. When you then see that the midfield is completely taken out, that does worry a bit, doesn't it? Chris? Yeah,
2: I were uh, <laughs> in the nearby pub with a nice cold one in my <laughs> hand. Of course you were. When I saw the uh, <laughs> when I saw the first the first team, team sheet, and, uh, yeah, like Kyle said, I think all the optimism just drained from my face. And for about 20 seconds, Kyle, I considered staying in pub and not going <laughs> to the game. Uh, but, yeah, that's football for you, isn't it? It can prove how wrong. I, I thought that, it, you know, by, by 25 minutes we'd be back in pub. Uh, I thought it would be all over. But, uh, no, it wasn't the case. And I think that's why I love football so much. It, it, it throws some surprises up sometimes.
3: Yeah, it was. You can't really talk about six pointers, six matches into the season. But, it's, but it sort of was we, where Wigan were bad start of the season. If, if you're going to go away to Wigan, this is probably the best time to go because they've, you know, they've, they've not started really, really well. Um, then there is the whole players that used to play for us that now play you know, for, for them, including, of course, Keith Moore who, who made his start. Overall, though, as a match, from what I've seen, am I wrong in saying I, th- I thought we deserved more than a point?
5: No, you're not wrong. I thought we did. I thought second half were a good performance, really good performance. First half were just, I don't know, probably even, probably an even game, first half. Second half, I think we deserved it more. We had plenty of chances, more than plenty of chances. Um, and then, obviously, Ben Williams gets sent off. You think, oh, well, we'll take a point now. We have five minutes to go, or whatever it was. So, now I think but I think we probably did deserve it. I came out of that game thinking, you know, we deserve three points from that.
3: Yeah, I, I, when the match were over, Chris, I sort of thought, there is a team in there, even with Mowat and McGeehan out. So no Mowat, no McGeehan, no Woodrow, no Diaby, no Radlinger. I mean, that's five people that you would normally put down as on, on the starting 11. So, so an injury-torn sort of squad, one of the, I think, the, so far the best away performance. Yes, we didn't score, but that pressing football was back. I was listening to the Wigan commentary and they were actually... Um, early in the second half saying uh, this is now where well, we'll see We take control there is no way Barnsley can sustain this amount of energy and this amount of pressing they said it again in the 87th minute because we can, was it one of the better away performances for you that you've seen in a, well, we in are, a while?
2: Without a shadow of a doubt, you consider the personnel that's, that's been picked to play as well, it's unexpected but that could have worked to our favour as well You know, a lot of people have got a lot to prove On Saturday, And a lot of people that were playing out of position and been asked to do jobs. But, you know, the manager trusted them and he put them out there. And, uh, you know, they paid him back with that trust tenfold, really. Um, So, yeah, I would argue in terms of passion and fight, uh, organisation, probably winning middle at Park. uh, And some chances, like Kyle said, said once we found his feet in in second half, I think first half were a bit of a slog uh, making sure that we didn't go behind. But once we found his feet in second half, we come, we come to it, we create a lot of chances, probably more chances than we have done in the away games this season, can I yeah, would you agree. Um, so, yeah, yeah they, paid, they paid the manager back, and, and I would argue, for fight, for guile, uh, in terms of the football, win the middle of the park and, and create chances. It's probably the best away performance of the season.
3: It's the first match I can remember, especially the away ones, where I, I can remember us having the clear chances. There's the free-quick uh, Mamatiam, there's the mike steven Bearer sort of shot from outside the area that the keeper had to save... What was it about this match that suddenly these things were happening that we haven't seen in like a Chef Wednesday or a, or, a, or a Birmingham Way? I'll I'll, I'll do yours first, Kyle.
5: <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, but great for I quite like the centre back partnership with Madsonson and Halme. I thought they quite worked quite well. With Civic playing more advanced into midfield, I think that works quite well. So I think again where them players are and new players coming in, it's a chance for them to show where they work best and who they work best with. Civic took that chance, so did Alme. I thought Alme had a good game. Man at match for me, I think Kavari. Kavari coming back in had a solid game. He just he ran the back four. He was he was unbelievable. So but I don't know why why this has not been happening in games before. But like we said, it's it were a new squad, I mean well not a new squad, but like we said, five players that usually would start hunting, so maybe they've
3: got a course to stay in. Really interesting what Kyle just said, because he mentioned two players there that played uh, at Wigan both in different positions than what we've seen. Well, maybe not Halmer. Um, sorry, uh, Halmer, one of them, sort of playing in front. Almost like Kenny Dougal role, wasn't it, Wasn't it, Chris? Is that what's been missing, do you think? Somebody more defensive in the centre of that midfield to protect that backfall? Because it, it seems to be working as in we could break things up and quickly break down the wings and, and, and catch Wigan.
2: Yes, obviously, uh, we know Bambo Diaby. He had to start with Halmer and Anderson at, at centre-half. Uh, so, I think the idea of playing Civic in front was just to protect that. Sorry, Civic, not Alma, yeah. To play that, protect protecting that centre half pairing effectively. Uh, but what it did do, uh, Kyle's pointed it out, it let full backs, and Ben Williams, it gave them a bit of freedom because they knew that if they, if they were to bomb on and join attacks and link up play with central midfielders and wingers, that they would have that cover. Yeah. Civic provided that in, in abundance. Uh, not only that, if you think, if I ask you who, are, who your, our two most dangerous players are, you'd probably argue that it's Wilkes and Thomas. The, they are the goal scorers, they've both scored this season, and they are the trouble causers. They cause the majority of the trouble. They did not have to look backwards. They didn't have to do as much tracking back because, simply... Sibic covered. Sibic covered so much ground, and I tell you what, we did do in, in midfield, which we've not done in a while. We won all our headers and we won all our 50s So he might not be the best footballer, but he wins the ball back in good positions and he lets other people be better footballers.
3: A lot of criticism for Halmer when he came on was it in the uh, in the Carlisle match, and I think altogether that was a sorry sorry Carl that was a bad match. And um, same for Sibic. Uh, you know, people being very vocal about um, his his ability. Where, you know, where he's played before. It's good, isn't it? He's a 19, 20-year-old lad from Wimbledon, first time in the Championship, having to move up north, moving to Barnsley. Is that what you think he needed? And hopefully we'll now see more of that because he seems to be a bit more settled now, as in, he said afterwards, I want to win every ball. And if I don't win it, I won to win the next one. And he seems really at ease with his role. Is that what you think he needed? A good performance to get, you know, that self confidence going because there's obviously a play in there because we have to trust the system, don't we?
5: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's exactly what he needed. He needed to have that good performance, you know, show what, the f- show people what what he can really do. And I think he's, like we said, he's still a young lad, so he's still figuring out where where he's going to work best. And I think that were a big case for him on, on Saturday showing what he can do, how he can protect that back to if needed, and how he can advance forward to try and create a chance. So I think that versatility as well might work to his favour. Like we said, he needed that good performance and he's now got it, so hopefully he can build on that.
3: Chris, I want to talk about the other two people in the uh, in the defensive uh, foursome. Um, first of all, let's talk about the enigma that is Dimitri Kavari. Um, been missing from the lineup. He was asked about the uh, supporters' um, fan engagement forum. A bit of a you know half answer. They asked him in the press conference what about Cavari and says it's not my decision because of injuries or because of whatever reason he plays at Wigan and made a difference, didn't he? Made a name for himself yet again, didn't
2: he? Yes, he did. Do you think he played at Wigan just because of injuries? Because I'm not, I'm not, I, From what I can gather from from withdrawing and extracting information from where he can get it, he, he did play because of injuries, but. I think he had a good week on training pitch. I think I think he's put effort in that week. And Stendhal said that as much in his press conference afterwards. He said, he, "I think he said something along the lines that if he trains like he has done this week, if he if he contributes like he has done this week, and he do, he does that on the pitch, he'll, he's got a big part to play this season. So he can only suggest that whatever he's done this week, Cavari, he needs to do and he needs to keep doing it because he, he's vital to to Reds when he's playing." Um, I read a few bits online about saying, well, you play your best players regardless of how they're acting, you know, and how they I mean, uh, in work, Carlo, everybody's treated the same in any workplace. As soon as you drop your standards, Everybody else lowers the standards, doesn't they? And you can't yeah. have that. So in terms of picking your best players, yes, we need to pick the best players. But the best players are the ones that are training week in, week out, working out
3: for our football team. This, this was one of the reasons, in the downfall of, of Danny Wilson when he came back for the second time, because we had, we had players, experienced journeymen, that turned up for training half hour late. They went out partying during the week and, and started taking some of those younger players Sort of like alongside with him. Mm. And, and and Danny's viewpoint was always look at him on the pitch, don't look at him on the pitch. Um, it doesn't work like that, does it? Because it shows young players like talk about Ben Williams that actually it's all about a hundred percent during training, during the week, make a name for yourself, make the manager. Don't give him a choice because he he has to play. And and Ben Williams, let's be perfectly honest. Early on last season, Ben Williams, you know, he was all right, but he's becoming probably one of the most improved players in a very short amount of time. And because that's not, that's not an accident. That, that doesn't happen an accident. That comes from
2: sacrifice and working hard every day, making good choices every day and, and taking everything on board and, and, and being willing to learn, Carlo. Hmm. It doesn't it happen. And that's probably why Sibic, uh, like Kyle, uh, Kyle mentioned earlier, he's probably not found his position yet. But that's why Sibic's been playing at right back, because he showed that attitude and he showed that willing in training that Cavare <coughs> hasn't.
3: yeah, you've got a point there, Kawa. Well, uh, we'll see. It's not unlucky, because if ever... Kyle, you're the referee. If I ever saw a stray red card, it was that one. (laughs) I don't think there was any malice. I think he was just late. I don't think he intended to hurt somebody. Well, he didn't hurt him, because as soon as the palaver started, he got got up and strained to back. So, can I just openly on air... Phrase the Wigan manager. Because I don't know if you've seen the replay. Yeah, yeah. When that happens, the first thing he does is he pushes his players away. Ben Williams lays on the floor, doesn't protest. Hands, hands in his hands, knows what he's done. The Wigan manager, Paul Cook, Paul Cook, goes to his players, pushes them away as if to say, leave it, let the referee deal with it. And, and he took it, you know, we'll miss him, <laughs> no doubt about it. Straight red, three three matches, three matches. Starting, obviously, a week on Sunday. But to me... You said it earlier between him and Cavari. I mean, the runs he made, Ben Williams going forward. I mean, what sticks by me is on the byline, he gets the ball, it goes up in the air, he goes in front of of their defender, gets it off him, and sort of puts a ball in front of goal. Unlucky, there's nobody there. That's what we want to see, wasn't it, from these young players? Just taking it a hundred percent. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly what we need um, Well that was Ben Williams One of the players um, we'll, uh, we'll do a bit of a midterm report So start thinking lads We'll play two songs We'll have a bit of a I don't know if Gary Tatchford's listening But if you are I'll play two Scottish songs um, Just for him And then um, afterwards We'll have a, a bit of a midterm report We'll, we'll start with you I, I'll tell you what I'll, I want you to have a look at the midfield Kyle I want you to have a look at the goalie And the defence And I'll look at the strikers Because obviously Woodrow's injured anyway Isn't he?
0: And By Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley.
3: Well, it, it used to be sponsored by Opium, but we are looking for sponsors again. So if you know anybody that's willing to sponsor it, um, get in contact. So report time, lads. Let's start from the back. I think we should. Um Radlinger Collins. Probably see more of, of, of Radlinger than we have of, of Collins at the moment, but we'll see a lot more of Collins seen as Radlingers out till yes. Christmas. Give us your view then, Chris. Yes, I believe we've done well in recruitment of those two. I think they're both
2: number ones as such. Uh, Obviously, Collins has got experience in English game, having played a lot for Burton last season. Radling have been new to country, Uh, may have took a bit of time to adapt. However, on the field, he's looked okay. he's looked fine. His footwork's good, he can find a man with a pass. Um, He can find a man with a pass. Uh, he's, he's, he's he's a big lad, isn't he? But, but both for him, I believe, are good signings. Uh, and I think Radlinger might have have trouble getting back into the side because Coins looked good on Saturday. And I've seen Coins play twice now. Uh, the first in the Carabao Cup, it were man a match, and then on on Saturday with the double save and stuff. Yeah, he's going to be hard to uh, shift him out when Radlinger comes back.
3: The back four. Now, last season we spoke a lot about the back four. You could pick the back four in your sleep backwards. Slightly different this season in the new league as well. Um, talk, us, um, talk us through what we've seen so far, who in what position and what's impressed you and what's worried you so far.
2: Yeah, I think in terms of what's worried me, like you said, you could pick the back four from last season in your sleep. Wouldn't you? We could all pick it now and we'll probably be able to pick it in 10 years' time with we'll, we'll that league one back four. Uh, but I think that's come from a numerous you know, different variables that have, have controlled that, be it injuries from last season rolling on into this season, i.e. Peneos, uh, suspensions, uh, injuries that have been caused this season or possibly players' attitudes in training uh, <laughs> through the week. Um, and and that's, that's, that's the thing that worries me. I mean, I think we don't know who's, who's back four is yet, who's best back four is. I don't think Stendhal does yet. Uh, I don't know if he's learned something from, from Wigan in terms of the Civic. Has Civic uh, cemented his place in CDM? It's possible. Uh, so right back uh, this season, is Civic's played there most? Cavari's played there twice, in the, uh, sorry, yeah, Kavari's played right-back once, hasn't he? And he played left-back against Fulham. Uh, for The right-back position for me, Kavari, if he's training well and he's playing... Sibic's a good player, like Kyle said earlier. He's versatile, he can play in numerous positions. I'm not convinced right back since his first one just yet. Centre-half pairings, Bambo Diaby looks immense against Fulham. I'd like to see more of them performances. In terms of pairing... You could argue the best pairing that we've seen this season was the away game at Wigan, just gone, which was Hal May and Anderson. Uh, Matt Anderson looks a player, doesn't he? He mm. likes being at Barnsley as well. He's always got a big smile on his a smile, face. Smile, is he? Yeah. He's an absolute beast. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think the back three, those three, have been a, have been good. And the thing is, we defence, it comes from consistency and experience. And at minute, we haven't got either of them in the back in the back four. In terms of left back, Peneos weren't fit at start of season not quite sure he's 100% fit now. Even when he is 100% fit, Ben Williams is going to take some shifting. I know Paneers might have a chance now that uh, Ben Williams is going to be suspended. But for me, Ben Williams has nailed that left-back play. So his hunger, his desire, his timing the tackles and, and his link-up plays, he's been impeccable this season.
3: Yeah, Ben Williams, one of four players being called up uh, respectively for that country. So that's mentioned in Ben Williams, Wales. Yes. Uh, Thomas Schmidt for Austria, under-21s. Yes Yeah. Uh, well, is it
2: Austria national team? I don't think it's n- under the 21s I think it might be Austria
3: Oh I don't know We'll, we'll check on that one uh, Halme Finland For Finland And uh, Thomas For the England under 20s or 21s or whatever So that's decent Very good for Ben Williams Because obviously he's suspended for the next three matches But yes. he'll get his play and everything continues While obviously he's training with Wales And a deserved call up
2: Yeah Certainly, and to be around better players, you only get better by being, being around better players and working in that environment. And like you said, he, his red card—it's dropped at a decent time for him because he's going to keep match fitness up. Uh, he's going to work on the new coaches with new players, and that experience is good for him. And it'll only be good for Barsley
3: Yeah. Um, so we move on to the midfield now. Um, again, last season, you know, we were talking about Mowatt, we talked about McGee, and then everything else. Difference again this season. So, Kyle, your um, thoughts on the midfield so far? Six matches in.
5: Um, I think I don't want to pinpoint anybody out or, or anything like that. I think it's not being the best, but the learning as time goes on, and that's what you've got to do with a young group of players. Um, I think McGinn's found that step up, you know, difficult, but he'll only get there. Hopefully, you know, he gets his game time, but he has found it difficult. A few mistakes in opening a couple of games, cost us a few goals. But again, it'll, it'll come with time. Uh, Mowat, he's, he's looked like Mowat. I think he's looked all right, except when he's well, he's injured, now he's injured. Um, Malik Wilkes, I think he just needs to find out when to try and take someone on and when to get a cross into the box. Sometimes you've seen him go around a player and put a good cross into the box. Sometimes
3: he's been caught out and they've done their own work on him. Yeah. He's got a good ratio of yellow cards, all Six played, four cards.
5: And they're all pointless yellow cards as well. They're all <laughs> absolutely At The form was <laughs> <one's> worth every <laughs> fine.
3: You'd have a crowdfunding if you got fined, wouldn't you? You crowdfund to get that oh, money back to him.
2: The form one was amazing.
3: <laughs> Is that the sort of play card you think we've been lacking? We've been lacking a little bit of a dirty so-and-so that you don't want to play against, but he's got the skill right. and he's in your face. And... Arguably for me Last time we had that Was Sam (laughs) Winall Yeah He was a bit You know A bit like Because I can't remember We've always had nice players You know Connor Horan was fantastic But he was a nice player
5: Mm.
3: Wilkes I mean,
2: I don't forget the whole Was it Plymouth? Funny pretended to fall over, and he got the player sent off. And I think he you know. stood on him. Oh, he yeah, he stood. Yeah. So I, think, I think. It were me. It were me.
3: Yeah, I think he did have an edge
2: about. It. I think he's just very clever at not getting caught. Whereas Wilts probably probably
5: don't care about getting caught. I think he enjoys
3: it. I, I think he's that sort of player, isn't he? Who um, Who's impressed you so far out of uh... um,
5: out of everybody in midfield? I think Luke Thomas. I just I love his all round play. To track back to go forward, to take his man on to get into box. He's got a goal on opening day. I think that pretty much introduced himself to the fans. I, I just he's it is a joy to watch. I love watching his football and for me so far he's the one that's
3: impressed me. I think he typifies doesn't he what Barnsley is about. But yeah.
5: So Kyle,
2: sip played the midfield Saturday. Is that his position? Is that where is that where you see him?
5: Yeah, for me I think does it, what what formation does he play because it's different it was quite different, a few times, yeah, yeah. isn't
2: it? I mean, it probably four or five. One wasn't it? Yeah, or, I'd or probably,
5: I think, I'd, I'd probably change to that formation for now and play it like that with Sibic just in front of back two.
2: And then you just think if you have Moa and Barra in front yeah, of him, they've got yeah. the license
5: to. And it does, and it give it like we said, it frees up then to uh, right back and left back to get forward, to, and they don't really have to, you know, think about coming. Well, they do. They come back, but I think Sibic plays it perfectly and it just frees everything up so much more. And like we've seen them, we, we created space from nothing. It was totally opposite to what we've seen. So I think for me, yeah, that that's probably something that you need to look at.
3: Yeah. Um, that leads us to the to the striking options, uh, which is a bit awkward to say the least, isn't it? Because Coley Woodrow, who you would have identified as our number one striker, is is out injured. Um Mamoru TMs played there a couple of times, and um, for me, go, goes missing. He, you know, he has a fantastic strike and forces the keeper to make a worldy of a save, and for the next 15 minutes, you, you, you forget that he's, he's almost playing. Has found himself more out wide last season and this season, so maybe adjusting. But I think one of the problems is as well, that in whatever formation um, Stendhal plays, it, it's often one up top. And I think no better match than Birmingham, who played with a back five, Chaplin up front on his own against Mark Roberts. Unless he gets it at his feet, and there's lots of reinforcements coming wide and and from the centre, you know he's never going to do anything with it. So, I think T.M. I still think he's got it in him. I still think he could be a decent championship player. We've just not seen it. And I think he needs to be partnered with someone. I
2: think that's all our strikers, isn't it? They've all been better when they've been partnered with somebody. I think the
3: Charlton result, um, Chaplin and Woodrow, was it? Yeah, I think that's where, as a back four, whoever Barnsley will face, immediately you've you've got two completely different type of strikers and that's where they've got the hands full. Then the midfield comes and joins up and then it's suddenly, you know, gaps are created and um, there's opportunities for people to take shots. And I think that's what we've been lacking. I've said at the beginning of the season, I think Connor Chaplin will be the that person for us this season. Um, disappointed that he's, you know, he's found himself more, more being involved from the bench. Um, I, I, I suppose if everybody's fit, I can't go past a strike force where you have Woodrow, uh, Wilkes on one side and Chaplin on the other side. To me, that just, you know, you've got three people that can take shots at goal. You've got the two white men who've got the pace and they can move in. And Woodrow, for me, will always be your target man. So disappointed. Hindsight, obviously, Kiefer Moore, yes, Schmidt's come in, come on a couple of times. It's been 10, 20 minutes maybe of him. Um, he had a, a half chance in front of goal against Wigan when the ball was whipped in and he just arrived a second too late. I'm pretty sure and full trust that he'll turn out to be. My only worry is that we're starting to rely on him a little bit already before he's even got used to the type of football that Daniel Stendhal wants to play. And, you know, uh, do I miss Key for more? Well, of course we miss Key for more because even in defensive situations, corners, all that, you know, he was there. But he has moved on. You know, he had the worst passing record in League One for a striker, uh, sorry, in the championship for a striker last weekend, but I think 34% is passing that's rate. That's for this season, that. That's sorry, like that's for the season. season yeah. This was his first start though, wasn't it, for Wigan, yeah, because he's yeah, been, and he's yeah. Better, um, and uh, <laughs> yes, you'll miss him, uh, get Woodrow fit, and I think we, we've we complained about performance everything else. There's not really been an outlet. There's not really been a natural target, man. Even if tiam has been playing there and he goes missing, so I'm sure when when Wood draws back, we'll be firing uh, on all cylinders. So of all the injuries that we've got at the moment, there's still people to make, you know, the the, the first start for the but Reds it could again. Be, it
2: could be five coming back after international break.
3: You've got all these, yeah. You've got all these people coming back. Um, Kenny Dougal, you know, t- to me, still one of the key players. Bit of pedigree, bit of class. Um, overall nice guy <laughs> a very very good player to me that role in front of the back four as his name cemented on it in, in gold letters engraved with you, you know an exclamation mark behind it because he is that person that doesn't panic he is that person that can take somebody on he spots that pass a long ball a short ball he's available to, to mop up any, any areas of, of, of problems on the pitch um, and the other person of course waiting for us Jacob Brown because Um, he'll not find it as easy coming through because obviously with with Wilkes and and, and with um, Thomas, um, but, you know, I'm I'm sure we're all waiting to to sing that song again because he was such a promise last season and then it's it's unfortunate that through injury because, and if you look at if those players are getting involved, I mean, the average age guy, you're talking twenty twenty one,
5: could Yeah, (sighs) could be like, you know, he comes back and there's... I mean, there's is Clark, a do, a do, a do. Yeah, yeah. Cl- yeah. He's another, is he another midfielder? He's a left back. He's left back. Oh, left back. Uh, and but he can play at left, left side. Midfield, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, there's going to be competition throughout the squad. All similar ages. So, like we said, that is going to be it's going to be difficult for him to come straight back in.
3: Uh, one more player I want to talk about: George Miller. Hmm. Last season. Ball for Middlesbrough, he was playing for Bradford because he was out on loan and there was no recall clause so we had to leave him there. He came, he was involved a little bit at the start of the season and now been uh, loaned out to Scunthorpe uh, for the rest of the season. Is this a more scenario where they think there is a player in there he needs regular football and then he'll come back a better player or is there something like maybe he's not up to this standard? But where do we sit on that, lads? I
2: think it's too early to decide that and, and to think that... I don't think they draw that conclusion because they picked him ultimately they've, designed, they've signed him so they obviously see something to begin with and it's just probably one of those where he needs game time he needs to be moulded he needs to be playing week in week out just like Mowat did when he went and, and you come back a better player hopefully
3: I always wondered though because obviously whilst I don't play at that level surely he would need game time on the standal to get used to the standal way of playing. I mean, he's at Scunthorpe, he will get the game time, but it's not the high-pressing what, what Barnsley would expect to him. So is, is there a general thing about fitness and getting used to Because he's playing in the same division as he played last season, isn't he?
5: Well, only anyone could know. I mean... He got relegated with Bradford from League One. Scunthorpe a bottom of League Two. Is it gonna do his confidence any good? You know, a relegation on his CV with Bradford, Scunthorpe looking like they're not gonna do much at the minute. I don't know what I don't know the method behind it, but I'm sure when we get back when he gets back we'll uh, we'll see what's going on.
3: Yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with Joe Miller. Uh, what we do know is that we uh, we can't wait for this player to come back.
6: Boy, I on a wave of faith, That were no DJ,
0: that was hazy cosmic There's a star man waiting in the sky I'm for the fans The Vibe
3: Yeah, there's not just us three I think I can't wait to see that star man uh, back down the wing Jacob Brown hopefully back after the international break OK, uh, we've talked about the international break we've talked about the squad we're not going to preview any uh, matches against any feeder club or ask because that'll be next week's show, won't it? So, perhaps a good opportunity to take some time and let's talk about our charity night Yes Oh, well um. oh, I like, Take the stage. No, Take good. to the stage, Mr. Ridgeard. Tell us all about it.
2: So we are having a Red Report charity night.
3: Yeah, a pre-Christmas gathering kind of thing.
2: 1st of November.
3: 1st of November, I'm yes.
2: Doing well. I'm doing well, i got them all right. So so
3: far, two out of two.
2: At a pub.
3: <laughs> At the East Dean Workingmen's Club. <laughs> nearly, okay, I nearly got it, didn't I? But they sell beer, so you're all right. That's
2: good. Yeah. Uh, beer, burger, possibly some... Bandley staff or ex players maybe are attending.
3: Yeah, so obviously it's it's still early days. It's hard to get a player because it's 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 Friday night and it's it's the night before we play Bristol City at home, so um, the chances of a player are between zero and none. Because ex players, but we are on the hunt and we're talking to ex players. We're also talking or we will be talking to the club maybe about some staff that live local that has got to do. Um, So there will be. So
2: um, music, if we uh, we find something suitable.
3: Yes, so we're looking at. uh, what the evening will look like is a tickets more than like it'll be £10 and you're thinking hold on £10 that's a bit much Carlo hold on sit down let me explain for the £10 you get a burger yes and not just any burger
2: oh a quality burger a yes. gourmet burger oh, yeah.
3: you get uh, a pint of either uh, beer uh, lager cider or soft drink at the bar so that that anywhere else is already six, six and a half, seven quid so the rest is going to charity we're hoping to have some entertainment on that evening as well in the form of maybe a band or something and it'll all be about the Reds Um, we're hoping, like we did a couple of years ago a bit of a quiz with our guests and uh, there's a question and answer session for the fans you can have your photos taken and all that sort of stuff Um, the two two causes that will be benefiting for this first of all, uh, which will be uh, for the rest of this season uh, our primary uh, charitable cause is the Liam Jones Legacy. And the second one is the Sheffield Children's Hospital. Yeah, um, up
2: to Christmas.
3: It's a run up to Christmas, and I've, you know um, I've had personal dealings with my daughter when I mean she's 26 now, and she was five at meningitis, so she went in there for three weeks. We stayed in one of their Ronald McDonald rooms. It's funny, isn't it? Because you, you hear of the Ronald McDonald charity, but you never know. We had a room that was funded by McDonald's there, which meant we didn't have to travel to Barnsley because well, she was very, very poorly. So, and the Sheffield Children's Hospital, whilst it's in Sheffield, it, it serves the whole of Barnsley as well. Mm. So um, it'd be nice to raise a few quid. We're hoping to we're to we're trying to get somebody from. The hospital there at night, so we can hand the money over because I don't want to go home with loads of dosh, you know. what I mean, yeah. so we want to, we, we, you know, the Liam Jones legacy will be there that that evening as well. Yeah. And uh, music, chat, bit of laughter, a bit we'll of a quiz.
2: What more do you need, really?
3: Well, I, I'd that I'd is the downfall, just you just have to wait. pay if and then see us face I'd for face. Well, might sit behind a black screen, I think a it works just
2: better. A bit <laughs>
3: Well, listen, if you... No, let's leave (laughs) Let's just leave it there for now. So, yeah, um, that's happening on the 1st of November. The East Dean Club, uh, the home of the East Dean Reds have been absolutely fantastic with us. Uh, Giving us the venue for free, because it's for charity. So, um, we'll let you know where to get the tickets. It'll be the usual as before. You'll be able to get them from us on match days in the fan zone. You'll be able to get them from behind a bar at the East Dean Club. So, big thank you again uh, to all the guys at the East Dean Club. The home of the East Dean Reds for Helping us put this together So yeah, Tenor includes food Beer, uh, there is entertainment And it includes a raffle ticket as well Because we're already working on the raffle prizes So exactly. it promises to be a really good evening And it's for two charitable causes It's well before Christmas So we're not dipping into your uh, secret Santa stash That you might have uh, put to one side International football We can't even do a preview lads What's all this about?
2: I'm going to preview me not watching England Because I don't care <laughs> <laughs>
3: But I've, I'm, I'm sure Holland will be playing, but it just depends which one turns up. Incidentally, if if you are missing football, there is football in Barnsley yes. on, on Saturday. Penistone are at home, so if you fancy, a bit of football, bit of grassroots support local club. Penistone are at home. I forgot who they are playing against, but we have tweeted it and we'll retweet it later on, and um, we'll um, we, we'll we continue to do so in the run up to uh, in the run up to Saturday. So. Anyone that any anything else to say before we uh, leave the airways and we get kicked out by security here at Banzle College?
2: I play football on Sunday and I scored a <laughs> screamer
3: from the halfway line, limbs all over. <laughs> Come on, then explain it because you can't just do this. You need to. You told us uh, the right
2: back one. They had it. missed the central midfielder, and I hit it on vol. I just looked up and I realised go, going fifteen yard off his line. Hit it on volley, Kyle. You've never seen no like it. I hit it that hard. I thought it would have been trees or in. in you know, there's a bit of like a bit of water at the back. No, in the top right corner. I didn't actually celebrate. So I couldn't believe it. Got him myself. <laughs> so
3: what was the final score, Chris?
2: We lost seven-one.
3: That is the end of the report for this week. We'll be back next week on Thursday at five o'clock when we'll preview the Leeds match. Chris, Kyle thank you very much
2: oh it's
3: been a pleasure as always Carol. if I turn your mic I'll be going to say thank you very much for coming lads <laughs> yeah thank you Thanks it's been me. a pleasure as always alright see you all next week night night I need somebody to hear somebody to know somebody to
0: hurt
3: You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply.
1: See mcdonalds.com.